0: Geographic Park. Now playing the guns with echo bomber, neutron blaster, and water zapper, sold separately.
1: From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base. This is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I?
2: Yes I Have Some.
4: Abigail Gardner and Jacob Wahl. Hey everybody, what's up? Craig here. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast Episode 147. I wanted to give a programming note right off the bat here. We are starting off tonight's episode with a very special interview with Lainey Saram from Wizard World who is producing Ghostbusters Fan Fest. So, We've all had questions about FanFest. We've wanted to know about guests, times, all of the details. This is the person who we needed to talk to. The gatekeeper. Okay? That's what I'm saying here. Nice Ghostbusters reference. I think so. So, it was a fun interview. There's a little surprise guest in the middle. I had a lot of fun. So we're going to have that interview first, and then we've got the regular episode after that. You will hear us talking in the episode about how we were supposed to have the interview, but we did not know if it was going to happen. The reason for that is because we actually recorded that thinking that we were not going to do the interview tonight, and then the interview happened. So you are going to hear it out of order, but that's okay. Should not affect your listening pleasure, but we wanted to let you know right off the bat. So coming up right now, our interview with Lainey Serum. And then the rest of episode 147 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Lots of good information here. If you're going to FanFest or if you're on the fence, you are going to want to hear this. Here we go. All right, everybody. We are back here at Yes, Have Some Podcast with our very special guest tonight. I am very excited to introduce everybody to Lainey Sarum, who is producing and putting on a little event called Ghostbusters FanFest. In Culver City on the Sony lot. I think our listeners maybe have heard us talk about this a little <laughs> bit. Uh, so we've been uh, raving uh, in sheer madness and excitement about Ghostbusters Fan Fest for literally the last year. Mm-hmm. We're super excited to have Laney on the show to talk about it. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing tonight?
5: I'm good.
4: How are you guys? Doing, great. Do- doing well. Doing well. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> we're getting there we for there. having me on Absolutely, yeah. we appreciate your time uh, We have this, uh, a running theme On Yes Have Some Podcast Is stress We're always stressed about the things we love Yeah, It's a term of endearment It's not a negative thing, but I think we're all Very stressed and very excited About Ghostbusters FanFest Yeah,
1: I talked for like 20 minutes about what T-shirt I'm going to wear for the photo op <laughs> So yeah <laughs> Very stressed nice. Um what 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 T-shirt did you decide on? It's a Ghostbusters 2 vintage. Uh, I believe it's a youth, like, large. It's a classic. It looks really good. It's very soft. It'll be the first time I've ever worn it. I got it on eBay, so. <laughs> wow.
3: Yes.
5: Uh, I, I still need... I, I have actually also picked out a shirt that my shirts and One of the amazing groups we work with, we were going to get these matching shirts. We haven't bought them yet, <laughs> I need to buy them. I promise to buy them. But uh, they have the chair dogs on them, and it says, I don't know if you've seen them before. It says, like, I open portals
1: to other dimensions for demigods, and the other one says, I help.
5: Oh,
4: that's oh, funny. That's I love that. I love that.
1: So, that's adorable.
5: So, uh, I still have to get that, but but that that's probably going to be the shirt that we wear. So. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, we,
4: are, we have so. one of the... Uh, one to one scale terror dog busts hanging on our our living room wall. So mm-hmm. uh, we fully support that. Yes, awesome, cool. So, Lainey, if you could, so I think our audience generally is aware of FanFest. They know it's happening. They know <laughs> they know when and where it's happening. Uh, they know we tickets have been on sale. We are fully in class ten all the way. We we made we, we said early on like no matter what the VIP top tier packages, we were doing it. So we made that commitment early on. Yeah. But if you could tell us a little bit about like your involvement and like how you got involved with this event, specifically with wizard and kind of, you know, the genesis of it, because I think everybody's uh, very interested in, in basically where this idea came from. Gotcha. Well,
5: so I actually, I started a part of Wizard World a couple years ago. Um, I am a writer and an actress, and I was a, a guest with um, Thomas and e. Nicholas, um, who stars on American Pie movies in Rookie of the Year. Cause I wrote a book that he's Turning into a movie, and then um, you know I also host a panel. Like Tom also starred in a movie called Walt Before Mickey, so we do like these Disney panels with like John Peter and they played Walt and Roy Disney. And so Wizard World is such an amazing company. And um, my in my past life, I used to manage bands and um, like Blues Traveler and the Plain White keys. So um, I started kind of getting more involved in the company and helping with uh, some of the talent stuff and, and uh, being involved on the talent side. I still am. And then also I sort of got put in charge of special projects. So um, the Ghostbusters... At, you know that wizard world and sony had partnered up but then i kind of got brought in to kind of um you know kind of be put in charge and kind of you know produce it as you will so um i've been kind of on it for uh since um september i think or october of this past year so it had been announced, but there was still a lot of formula—like, you know, the, the whole event was still being formulated and so forth. So um, I've been on the Sony lot a bunch since then and over at Ghost Core, and I now know so much more about everything Ghostbusters. I mean, I was always a fan, but, but I, I can't—you know, I'm, I want to be truthful. Like, I don't—you know, I wasn't as strong of a fan as maybe you guys have been this whole time, but I was always a huge fan um, but now I just you know, like I just know it on such a different level, and I think I, I I've now become a super fan because um the more you get into it, the more you just learn how how cool Ghostbusters really is and just how amazing of a brand and just amazing of a story that you know, and and what magic they made when they made that first movie. So um, I'm so excited, <laughs>
4: yeah, I think that's the that's one of the really cool things about Ghostbusters. and you hear a lot. You know, one thing you always hear from people is who, you know, maybe like Ghostbusters or like the movie uh, as a kind of a general fan of film. But then they go, I didn't realize that this fandom exists and mm-hmm. I didn't exist and I didn't realize just how much more, you know, uh, all the franchises all around the world and the people, you know, they do charity work and and build proton packs yeah. and everything else. So uh, we welcome you with open arms into the community. Yeah. Um, our
1: weird family.
4: It's a weird family for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, we may not have the visibility of like Star Wars, etc., but there's definitely the same like passion and heart, I think, behind the GB community. So, all the, best, all the best families are weird. So. I, I'm, yeah, I'm,
4: mm-hmm. I'm excited. True, <laughs> I know mine is. Um, yeah, and we and we we love Ghost Core. We we've gotten over the last couple of years gotten to know Eric, uh, really well, and um, so uh. Well, I'm just jealous. I want your job. How do I produce FanFest? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's
1: our question.
5: Eric Eric and I have become pretty close. Uh, hopefully, he thinks the same, but we, we talk a lot now, and uh, Eric has indeed become my friend. He's really great, and he's so helpful. And just and
1: ironically
5: enough, he's
4: literally trying to call me right now, so I will have to call him back. Oh my <laughs> god! Just get yes. him yes. on the show. We'll loop him. We've them, been
1: trying to get him on for a long time. <laughs> Dude,
4: that's so fun! I really? can't. Well, <laughs> oh. You know
1: what? I, let me, let me, let me real fast and I'll
5: see. I can't promise you. Know, I'm be wait, something, so wait, hang on one second, okay? Okay,
4: okay guys, sure. we do
1: whatever we want. I love
4: it. Oh my god! So I think we're on hold. <laughs> I don't even know how we would loop. That's really eating, funny. It, so, yes. Okay. Eric's going to be like, oh, these guys. Eric's
1: <laughs> going to be like, keep them away from the fucking Sony lot. <laughs> yes.
4: We have a special designated spot for Yes Have Some on the other side. Must be more up there,
1: Eric. Wait, dude, what's the Bob Wiley? Just what? literally trying to figure out where, where Eric
4: is. Oh, yeah, we just oh. call Eric. I just feel so much better if we knew where you were. Um <laughs> That's that's really funny. She probably forgot what our, Yes Have Some podcast was called. So she's like, I am on the phone with some Ghostbusters fans. Do you want to talk? She's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I got
5: what? Eric to come on and say hello. Okay.
0: Hello. hello. <laughs> hi. Hey, so Eric. We're all working hard and
4: late hours
0: to get this thing
4: I done love for everyone. This is really funny. So, hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Um, I, I right. think it's I think it's funny that you called Laney and, and we we suckered you into coming on Yes Have Some for the first time. It's been three years.
0: I, I love how this is the way that you got me on.
4: VT. Yes, it's all been this is I couldn't have planned this better. Uh well Eric, we, we just met Laney for the first time, um, after a little bit of phone tag. Eric, how, how's your evening going? You you must be busy these days.
0: It's extremely busy, but it's all fun and exciting and good. So I'm happy uh, to be working at 730 at night right
4: now. <laughs> That's okay. We've been podcasting since 630 East Coast time. So we're on hour yeah. four almost. Yeah. Um <laughs> But we don't want to take up too much of your time. Yes. I know. I know. I feel like I don't know. Besides Fan Fest, there feels like there's other stuff happening in the world of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like there, maybe. Yeah. I, I heard something recently. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, Eric uh super, folding, you could see my desk super, right now. I'm sorry.
5: Eric's super excited about about Fan Fest though. So. Um, he's been such an integral part of making sure this is all going to happen and, and, be as exciting and, and be as wonderful to the fans as, as you guys are, you know, been excited for So when you see Eric at fan Fest, you should definitely give him a hug or, you know, or something or some, you know, candy or, or something. Cause he's, uh, he's I, done I a think lot me
0: more than that lady. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes. I, I think will we have want, a drink. Yeah, there's uh-huh. going to be, uh-huh. I think, maybe a vacation. Uh, <laughs> I... I, I
5: I owe Eric. I owe Eric drinks and vacations. But you guys can, you know, you guys can probably give him a little bit less. So I definitely owe Eric lots of drinks. Um, <laughs> yeah. He definitely deserves. Like, I, I need to buy him a vacation wherever he wants to go, and, right. and probably something else. I don't know. I have to figure out what that is. But. Right. <laughs>
4: um, well, either way, if we can help <laughs> facilitate, whether it's vacation or Eric, I always said I would hate to open Eric's inbox. Any more, any given morning, mm-hmm. um, so maybe just like just a time away from the emails from from the crazy Ghostbusters mm-hmm. fans, um, I feel like uh, no we we're, we're super excited about FanFest. we're we're absolutely thrilled to uh, to come out and and, and see see uh, see what it's going to be. I, I know there's a lot of mystery still about as far as the event goes. I don't know how much can be revealed here tonight. I
0: actually just yeah, and I actually just sat down and did a video with Lainey's team, uh, so that we can give even more details out soon. So hopefully that will be coming soon as well. Nice. Very cool. Very yep.
5: cool. We're expecting, we're, we're expecting to see an edit of it tomorrow. Um, and then as long as, as long as, uh, you know, there's, there's nothing crazy. We'll, we'll hope as to be long as it I it performed
0: out. well. <laughs> yeah.
5: I, I, have, I have all the, I have all the comments in the world that Eric did great, but, um yeah, as long as, as long as everything looks good, I think you guys will probably be able to get to see it as early as next week. And um, it will hopefully answer one of the questions. And obviously, like I said, I'm happy to answer some questions, you know, whatever questions I can tonight. But, um, Eric, they all bought the Class 10 package. So I think they're in for an especially good
1: time. like uh, the
3: breakfast
1: and <laughs> We're referring so. to this as the breakfast That's club.
3: So. <laughs>
4: yes. Yes. Uh, we, have, we have we've we've had.
0: Right, well, I will
4: let you guys. No, oh, go go for, go for it. Yeah. No, you're good.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say I'll let you guys talk to Lanny and get all the details, uh, and I'll be back soon. Yeah. we can chat more.
4: All right, cool. Sounds good, Eric. Thanks, Perfect. Eric. Have a we'll good have night, a drink.
1: Yeah.
4: All right. Cool. I'll Bye. call you
3: back, Eric. Thanks. <laughs> okay,
4: thanks. Bye. Bye. Cool. Uh, Eric Reich of Ghost Core. Well,
5: right? I just looked really cool. I was like, yeah, we talk all the time. And then
4: yeah. he called me. That's <laughs> great. Okay, great. Let's let, do that now. Do that with uh, Dan Aykroyd. See if he calls it. Yes. Um,
3: you
5: and Bill right, Murray all Dan, the time. Dan Aykroyd and I talk all
4: the time. Yeah. Um, no, but we, we cannot Stop sing... Sorry. We literally cannot sing Eric's praises enough. He is... Um, for people who aren't familiar with the Ghost Core and we're gonna get back to FanFest now, but for people who aren't familiar, you know, Ghost Core as a production company within Sony that is fully in charge of all Ghostbusters output, whether it's movies, TV, uh all all media basically. And and Eric's right there at the forefront. Um and he has been for a really long time. So yeah. we, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um so so Laney, as far as FanFest goes, as far as like putting these packages together, what you know, it's being billed as a once in a lifetime event and we all know that, you know, from our position, it is a once in a lifetime event because there's never been anything like this on the Sony lot with all of all of these guests. So for anybody who's on the fence or maybe doesn't know like what their ticket gets you, maybe they want to go for the the general admission or, or the, the you know, one of the other classes, like what what can people expect walking into um, walking into FanFest?
5: One one big point that I want to make is a lot of people have been to much really large, you know, fan conventions, um, you know, ones that, you know, happen in certain cities um, that you may have heard of from time to time, um, like Southern, you know, another Southern California city besides Los Angeles. Right, Um, right. And so, you know, I won't won't speak, but, you know, there might be, you know, other fan types of conventions and things in other places. Yeah. Um, but what I, you know, I want to make a point to say is that a lot of people have, like, come, when I've talked to, you know, Ghostbusters fans or, or, you know, people they're considering, a lot of them are imagining a convention that size, a really big convention. And so the first thing I want to point out is that this is a small, intimate event. You know, the Sony lot is not a large lot, and we're definitely not, uh, we're, we're not bringing in a ton of people onto the lot, so it's it's going to be an intimate event with other, you know, uh, ex- uh, you know. I use the term diehard, but I mean it in the nicest way. Um, I, you know, the best kind of fan is a diehard fan, you know, who, who loves whatever it is that they love, and, and in this case, it's Ghostbusters. Um, and so, you know, it, it's it's definitely going to have this like family feeling. And, you know, you're going to be surrounded by other Ghostbusters fan in this, like, great environment that's going to be all Ghostbusters. So, unlike, an, you know, a regular convention, even a Wizard World, you know, you can go and there might be a Ghostbusters fan club at, on the convention floor. Was oh, that the last thing you heard? Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, that's okay. So, yeah, so, you know, when you go to our, our, you know another fan convention or, or even, like, a Wizard World, like, they're fun, they're awesome, and, and obviously... They're cool in a different way, but, you know, as far as, you know, when you go, like, specifically for Ghostbusters, you know, even if we have, say, Ernie Hudson, and we have a Ghostbusters fan club, um, and they have an XO one, and, you know, we maybe have a panel, like, that's awesome, but, you know, it's still limited. This is a fully immersive environment with other, you know, diehard fans who are just all about being there for Ghostbusters. And having a really good time and just you know really getting to um to be a part of this immersive world and like i said it's going to be a very intimate event that's just you know completely immersive which i think is like the best way to experience something you know that you're super into like what what better way than that so um and you know it's it's rare for an event to to happen on the sony lot so that's another thing i think that's going to be really cool because like conventions are awesome, but you know you're in a convention center. This is like open air. You know the Sony lots, this beautiful lot. We're going to be in this area called Cali Park, which is you know uh, really just such a beautiful part of the lot. And I I think it's just you know it's it's just going to be an experience like you've never had before.
3: Um,
4: so. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Like that's 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 kind of what we've been hoping and expecting. Um, so that's really good to hear. So the guest list started rolling out, um, I guess it's probably been six, eight weeks now, and I know a bunch of guests were just added this week, um, so it seems like the guest list is really filling out nicely. There's a really good, uh, wide range of Ghostbusters, uh, guests from, you know, Ghostbusters one and two, and obviously the real Ghostbusters and, uh, visual effects people, um, do we expect the guest list to grow? I know there's a couple names um, that are bigger names like you know Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Annie Potts, uh, Rick Moranis being the four that we keep hearing about. Is there any chance of, of those additional big name guests um, being added at this point or is it pretty locked in as far as you know?
5: There's definitely a chance that you're going to see some more names pop up, and there's definitely a chance that one of those bigger names will. Um, I know Annie Potts specifically um, wanted to come, but she can't come due to some Toy Story 4 stuff that's going on.
4: Okay, that makes sense. So
5: it won't be Annie, unfortunately. I was really hoping Annie was going to be able to come because I personally love her. So I'm gonna, I'll just be sad about that myself. Yeah. Um, But there there is is a chance um, for someone else. Um, I can't make any promises, but we're definitely, you know, working on it. And um, you know, I just keep keep fingers crossed. Um, And there is actually not someone you mentioned, but there's someone else that um, that uh, is involved in Ghostbusters, not the first one, but is involving Ghostbusters in another way that I think everyone's going to be pretty excited about. Um, and it's going to, we're going to do something really cool with that person. So, I, I unfortunately hasn't been announced yet so I can't, I literally just got the answer today that it was happening. Hmm. So, um, That gets my wheels, yeah. <laughs> that gets
4: my wheels spinning. I'm like Peter McNichol. My, my mind goes a lot of different yes. places. So, I, I'll save you the stress. I I I, I'll save you the stress of guessing in front of you because that wouldn't be, that'd be rude to do. What do you think, Jake? Would that be rude to do? Yeah, Uh, we're going to do it anyway though. So uh, here we go. I've been hoping for the, for the, the Bobby Brown live experience myself, but, uh, but, um, but, um, but well, so that sounds great. And and this is what we've been telling people. Like, Mm -hmm. listen,
1: once in a lifetime culmination of like the environment, the people that are going to be there. It's like, it's a really special thing that I personally am looking forward to. And I think that it's like you mentioned, it's going to be a different experience from your average convention. And we do go to a lot of conventions. So I'm looking forward to this like intimate setting.
4: Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the, the, the reasons, you know, there's, there's been people who talk about the prices and, 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 you know, when people can only compare it to maybe a regular wizard world event or, uh, you know, some, uh, some other big con or celebration, it, it's really, it's hard to understand that. Like, I don't know if you can give actual capacity numbers, but my guess is that this has always been an event for maybe a couple thousand people or less, not a 30 or 40,000, uh, people hanging out on the Sony lot.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah close
5: I, I can't give exact numbers but your your guess is mm-hmm. you know impressingly um impressingly close yeah cool. and it's definitely definitely not in the thirty thousand or even yeah it's right. it's it's, it's you're, you're, you're you're very spot on um the very impressive number <laughs> that, that's the maximum
4: number We're close on this one, I can feel it. So, there was some question this week. Uh, Wizard announced that there's going to be another Wizard World event going on uh, simultaneously on the Sony lot uh, that Saturday. Um, People. Right. So, could you just shed some light on that? Because there's been a little bit of confusion about. How are these events going to be separate? Are people going to be coming over from that event to to fanfest and I just think some clarity on that would be would be really awesome
3: sure so the idea
5: was um, that it's a a tribute to the there's a there's another part of the lot that we were not going to be using for anything because um you know there's you know we we had mapped out what. What we were going to use, and obviously, so the entire lot is going to be sort of dedicated for just this event. And so, um, we had this great idea to, to have sort of a tribute to Ghostbusters, and have well, obviously everything within the Ghostbusters event is fully totally Ghostbusters. You can't be there unless you're related in some way, you know, as a guest. And all, like I said, all the like all the activities on the panels are Ghostbusters related, you know, we, like we're going to have a paranormal panel. Um, which hasn't been announced yet, so I guess I'm giving that away. But there's going to be a paranormal panel um, mm-hmm. that you know that's, that Dan's going to speak on because, you know, he's super into that. So yes. he's very excited. And it was, like, one thing that he was at, like, we're doing a paranormal panel and I'm going to sit on it. And we were like, of course, Dan. Like, that's the greatest no, no thing problem. I've
4: ever heard. Like, that <laughs> that's worth... Like, I could... Dude, yes. I could watch Dan Aykroyd talk about ghosts and aliens like... All it's, day long. It goes
1: till 10 p.m., right? So, like, that's a that <laughs> better be the longest panel. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's going to be some other cool panels. But yeah, so that so that was one
5: that, you know, like, we were like, of course. But obviously, like, everything is Ghostbusters related. So then the other event is, gonna, is completely separate. Um, it, now, you as a Ghostbusters Fanfest attendee can pop over to the other event No, for free, no charge. Those people cannot come over. Um, if there are any tickets left that day, um, you know, if they want to pay the difference and upgrade to come over, they, they they would have that opportunity. But uh, they, you can go over to their event for free. They can't come over to your event for free. Gotcha. That's how it works. Um, and, it, and it's basically, like I said, it's, it's sort of a tribute event to Ghostbusters, Um because, you know, it's such a cool thing. And there were some people, some other actors and things that you know, wanted to be a part of the event, but we were like, no, you can't be a part of Ghostbusters because And they're like, but I'm a huge fan. And that was actually kind of where the idea kind of broke out of it. was like, well, maybe we could have a tribute event on the side. Um, that is, you know, also fun as well, but, you know, Again, so they're they're going to be basically in tribute of the 35 years and the amazing history that Ghostbusters has. But you know, they're they get they, they have to go to their own little event because that, <laughs> cause they're not because
3: uh, yeah. Ghostbusters is just Ghostbusters now.
4: Yeah. yeah, and that's what we've you know we've we, there was some concern from people, and I, I've been assuring people like, look, this is going to be it might be in the same you know general area, but this is two different events. Um and Fan Fest is Fan Fest and, and it is an exclusive Ghostbusters event. Um so no worries there. Um so you mentioned the supernatural panel with Dan Aykroyd, um that I'm happy to moderate. Just let me know the details. And um um
5: because Supernatural is a TV show. Oh, yeah, Supernatural, right, okay, right. right. It will not be...
4: Dan Aykroyd is oh, not yeah. doing the Supernatural or the X-Files or the Roswell panel. This oh. will be uh, paranormal. Um, I don't think there's been any other panels. Uh, there's been some assumptions. Can you shed light on any of the other panels that might be happening during the day? Um.
5: Well, uh trying to think of some you said there's an assumption how about we play the game well so
4: okay so perfect so there's been um we know that there's going to be like a real ghostbusters live reading Mm um i think the assumptions is there would be maybe like a special effects Mm -hmm. panel uh, on from the movies with some of the the effects people um I think...
5: I think there's a good...
3: I think that's
4: a good guess, for sure. Cool. Um, I think uh, just maybe a general Ghostbusters panel with the original cast and and Ivan, and uh, I think that's an assumption. I
1: I think you got a good guess there, for sure. Guys. Guys. Hold on real quick.
4: I'm doing pretty good.
1: You're doing Um, great.
4: As far as the new movie goes, um, I think a lot of people... So when people start thinking, okay, this is Ghostbusters Fan Fest there's a new movie coming out. People's mind kind of goes to like Hall H at that other convention we talked about that we're not going to name. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a likelihood of seeing some stuff, some maybe su- some surprises or some news about the new Ghostbusters movie that's being, uh, I, I know it's well, not in production yet, but um, it will right. be.
5: If you, if you caught the fact that Jason Reitman is going to be at the event, and if you caught the Wizard World press release that came out, I think Jason said that he might say a thing to me too. So is that about the new movie? Um, I think that was kind of how he worded it. So I think if you're on the assumption that, that something something will happen in regard to the new movie uh-huh. with Jason being there, then I think you would be on the right track. All and right. that's all I really can say. Perfect. And I may have already said too much.
4: But That's fine. I
5: feel like That's fine. I feel like I might I might be okay. I might still. These are all assumptions. These are
4: these are all Just assumptions. assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. That, that now, so like
5: I, I said, I, I think you can, I think you know you guys sound like pretty smart people. And Jason's going to be there, and he made the offhanded, you know, mention in the press release. So I think that there's a good shot that something something in regard to the new movie something strange gonna, in that neighborhood
4: something
5: strange. Um, um, there's something that's gonna
4: occur. Yeah, but okay. I can't. I can't reveal much else. Cool, mm. guys. Yes, I'm excited. Me too. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so, so um, I do want to reiterate. We really appreciate your time. Um, this, this is. I think there, there's so much value in in putting this information out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got lots of friends coming from literally all over the world. Um, so we're we're we think people are going to get a lot out of this. Yeah. Um, so as far as the packages go, we know let's just focus on class 10. Cause that's what, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think everybody's pretty well aware with like what's included in the packages. Um, we did get some questions about like the signed DVD, like who's signing it. I've been telling people like just wait and see, be surprised kind of thing. Um, but there's also mention of like exclusive collectibles and we know that there's going to be different vendors there. Um, could you shed any light on, on maybe not the specifics, but maybe what's kind of going into the planning for, for those packages?
5: Um, yeah, well, there's, I mean, obviously there's the items that, that, got talked about, um, you know, you're going to get, um, a collectible bag and the patch and the pen, and those are, those are going to be specifically for this event. So there's no other place that you'll ever be able to get them again. Um, and there's specific to just this event so it's the 35th anniversary fan festival like pin and patch which you know some people i know will put on their postbusters uniforms or you know or not um but like those those are going to be you know pretty collectible because basically if you didn't come to the event you didn't get one and you can't get them anywhere else they won't you won't be able to buy them you won't you know you that's it so um there's there will be some other cool things in the the package, um, and then you know there's going to be a lot of the licensees at the um, at the venue uh, that are going to either be premiering stuff that you've never seen before. One in particular that I am super excited about, and I know that they gave Eric this item, and I've been trying to figure out a way for me to get one, but I haven't gotten one, so I might just have to buy it. But it's so exciting, and they haven't made a press announcement about it, so I can't talk about it. But but, um, after they do, I'll be like, that was the thing I was talking about, because it's really, it's going to be really, really cool. It's really exclusive, Mm -hmm. Um, and you'll get your first pack to, it doesn't come in the packages, but you'll get, Basically, like your best shot of getting this item
1: will
4: be at our event. Um, I love because, this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exclusive is our favorite word, so I'm excited. Yeah,
4: we're all um, we're all toy collectors.
5: I'm trying, to a, I'm trying to think of a hint that I can give you without giving it away. Okay. Um, it's it's something that people collect, um, and they collect them outside of Ghostbusters. They collect them outside of of the convention life. Um, and people, you you know, they're, they're a big part of everyone's life every day. I I think that's about as close as I can.
4: This is fun. I think I got, (laughs) hey, I'm just going to, I got a real kick out of what you just said.
1: Oh. Um.
4: We're so. Got it.
1: (laughs) So. Never mind. Craig's giving me like Abby's looking. Signals
4: Abby like still hasn't figured it out. Doing charades <laughs> we'll, over hey, here. We'll talk afterwards. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk.
4: <laughs> oh! I told her off air. I told her off air. I, yes. Um, I have yeah. A oh, cool. We're all we're all collectors. We're toy collectors. We we you heard us talk about vintage T-shirts? Like if if there's a Ghostbusters logo on it, like we'll just buy it. Like yeah. no questions we'll asked. Buy
1: five or six of them. That's six. just us. Well, and, and one
5: thing that I can tell you. So I know you guys heard about the new uh, Blu-ray, and it's going to have that's coming out um, a couple days after the event, um, and it's going to have some never-before-seen footage. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. Okay. So, for instance, so so this actually, I I don't think we've actually said this yet, but I'm I'm going to tell you this. I'm I'm okay with telling you guys this. So basically, um, the uh, Blu-ray is, for all those that have the Class Tens, you're going to get the Blu-ray included, and there's a special cover that will come on just the Blu-rays that we're that you're going to get at the event. That even though that Blu-ray is coming out in other places, there's a there's a special cover that you will only get nice. at the event.
4: I love that. I love it. So yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. Any like, uh, and I think that's what's really cool about an event like this is the, the exclusivity and the just like things like if you're a collector, if you're into this community, like those are the things that make to me the price of admission. Like I, you're, you're paying for the experience of being there, but you're also knowing that there's like uh physical things that you're going to be able to take with you as uh, mementos and collectibles is, is so awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. very cool
5: Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it's, It's hopefully, like, all the things that you want. You know, it's going to be these really fun panels and things like, you know, Dan talking on a paranormal panel, which is going to be really fun. Um, Getting to see, you know, some of the original cast all back together again. Obviously, it it isn't everyone, which, you know, we're really sad about, but, you know, for all these reasons, there were some people that were never, ever going to be able to be here, unfortunately. Right. So, um, but, you know, it's, you know, you it's still it's going to be, like, a great amount of people, you know. Um, we just announced some, you know, smaller tape members, but some that I personally was really excited about, and I saw some people also really excited about it, like, for instance, we have Jennifer Runyon and Steve Cash, who are the, you know, female and male student at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And while, you know, the, those parts are small, like, I think it's, like, really cool that they're going to be there and, you know, you could get like a photo up with the two of them, like, you know, Um and, you know, that's something like, you know, maybe, you know, if you are a casual Ghostbusters fan, you know, you're just like, who? But as a diehard fan, like, I feel like that's really
4: cool. No, like, it's cool. But, yeah. I mean, that's like a memorable, Any yeah, it's a memorable scene and anybody, it's the first Basically, it's the opening opening of the movie, essentially. So, yeah. Um, As far as guests go, one question we keep getting a lot of as far as like I know you guys put out photo op prices. Um, I'm assuming all the guests are going to have their own tables and it's kind of a traditional con setup where it's like some of them might do photos at their tables and autographs. Some might not. It's just up to the guest discretion. Um, But I want to make sure that that's true before I keep telling people.
5: Um, there will be some that will, you know, you know, pictures at the table or in other words, selfies for <laughs> for um, other mm-hmm. cool kids. And,
3: and <laughs> some
5: w- exactly. won't, you know, it, it's kind of up to them. And then um, some people will be doing um, things kind of more individually um, where others are, you know, not going to, do, you know, like it's kind of like in the package only. So, mm-hmm. um so yeah, it'll definitely vary, and, and obviously, um, as like photo op schedules go up and other things, you know, you'll, you know, they'll, all that information will become clear. And, and we have like some great customer service people that you know, if you have any questions or reach, you reach out to them. They're really great at answering, and I'm always available as well. I've had some. Um, you know, Ghostbusters fans reach out to me um, about some specific questions, and if I can answer it, I definitely will. But if I can't, I'll get back to you. And if I don't know the answer, then probably no one does at the moment, but I'll definitely figure it out for you.
4: That's <laughs> so. awesome.
3: Yeah, thank um, you.
4: So, well, we'll wrap up here. I had a couple, like two, I think, questions that, and then we can wrap it up. Uh, the first one is just if there's. Um, oh,
5: you're fine. I'm two more questions or four more questions, or obviously, like I said, I mean, this is such a cool event. And, you know, I, I do think that you guys are totally right. Like we keep, you know, I, in in my mind, I was like, Oh, everybody knows what's happening, but it's it's been obvious as we get questions that everyone doesn't know what's happening. So anything I can do to kind of help get the information out there so everyone does understand, so everyone can get really excited about it because it is so cool. I'm, you know, more than happy to provide that information. So.
4: Awesome. Awesome. Well, so one of the questions we've got a lot are about, um, the times. So like what, what the schedule will be for Friday and Saturday. I know that stuff's probably subject to change, but do you guys have any loose idea on the times of the event?
5: Yeah, we, we haven't made them public, but I feel like, um, I feel like I guess I could, um, you know, where the, the, breakfast is going to start earlier but doors will open uh around 11 for everyone else um and we're going to go to about 10 o'clock at night
4: oh my god that's great i love that all day Mm -hmm. all day
5: and all day it's yeah i mean you know definitely you know it's it's a one-day event, and so we definitely want to make sure that you have the best day possible.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and and I don't know if anyone's caught this, but the, you know the, the end of the event is Ray Parker Jr. performing. Wow.
4: See, now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna because I was wondering at first I was like, okay, if if they have a stage set up with Ray Parker Jr., is he just gonna play the Ghostbusters theme like on the hour every hour like at Disney? <laughs> um, no. uh,
5: he's actually. He's actually got an eight-piece band, and he and I—he and I have been chatting about it. By the way, when you call him, his phone rings his own version of the Ghostbuster song. Oh my and god! When you call him and you get his voicemail, he also has another version of the Ghostbuster song to tell you to leave a message. So uh, that's pretty cool. But
2: What's no, that number?
5: Should <laughs> I call? Um, uh, and when when you um w- uh, but he's gonna actually play for an hour, so he he's like doing a full on performance nice. with his eight piece band. And also, I don't I don't know if this is public yet either. I'm just gonna I'm just giving you guys everything, aren't I? We uh, <laughs> won't
4: uh, I mean, no
5: he, He's got a documentary that we're gonna be premiering at the festival. Wow.
3: Well. Oh.
4: how so. awesome is that? Yeah, that's that fun. that was Very actually. Cool. That actually led into my other question because I know there was mention of some documentary being shown, and um, th- I just wanted to clarify what that would be. So it sounds like we're going to be watching Ray Parker Jr., which is uh, incredible. Like, he, yeah, th-
5: there, there may or may there may or may not be some other documentaries, but that one that one uh, is about his life, and obviously Ghostbusters is a big part of that. And yeah, that's going to definitely be happening at the event, so that should be pretty exciting for everyone. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm really excited to to see it. It's actually being finished as we speak. So, um, actually, when does this podcast air? Because I technically wasn't supposed to tell people that yet.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's fine. We we can put it. We can wait to post it, or we can edit exactly. something out. Whatever you need, we can. We'll we'll be there for you.
5: Um. Yeah. You know, I think it's. I think it's totally fine to. I think it's totally fine to to say it. Actually, okay, cool. Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 okay with it. Cool. I'm giving stuff away. It's all right. Cool.
4: Cool. I mean, that's a good little like. I think the thing is like for these kind of events, you want to be surprised, Mm -hmm. but you want to like you want to you want to have kind of an idea of what's going on, but then you don't want to know exactly what the day is going to bring you. Um, So I think these little teasers are 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 perfect
5: some other stuff that you guys don't know about yet that that I think you're gonna be excited about. Uh, and you know, there's definitely gonna be some surprises along the way. Like I said, there's definitely that there's that one person that I can't tell you who it is, but um that's gonna bring some cool stuff about and you know, there's there may even you know, I think there's gonna be some stuff that I'm even gonna find out last minute, like, oh by the way, this is now happening.
4: I'm right. gonna be like, okay,
5: we're gonna make that work, you and, know?
4: And I think so, that's I think I think that's really important for people to understand that this is a, you know, Wizard is a company that puts on events and Ghost Corps is a company that is making Ghostbusters movies. And uh, there's a lot of, I'm assuming working with them, there's just a lot of back and forth and they've got ideas of their own, you've got ideas of your own. And like any project, um, in, my, in my regular life, I'm in project management, um, there's a lot of moving parts and it's not easy. Um, so the fact that you all are pulling this off and like we've talked about a Ghostbusters only convention forever. So the fact that it's happening is kind of like dream come true type scenario. So we're just we're just excited to be a part of it in any way that we can. Yeah,
1: okay.
4: for sure. yeah, yeah, I said it. I did it. I said Eric, my piece we've
1: said it. Um, <laughs> we're
4: excited. So, well, cool. So why don't we do this? Why don't we wrap it up here and then maybe. You know, in a couple of weeks, maybe once more information comes out or once we um, get a little bit closer, maybe even the week before we, we can do, you know, another chat and and uh, see where, you know, see what more we can talk about.
5: Gotcha. Awesome.
4: Cool. 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 Well, lady, thank you so much uh, on behalf of the Ghostbusters community. We we really appreciate it and uh, we can't wait to come out. Culver City Uh, we're we're coming we're like those kids who are way too excited because like we're going to be there a week early so yeah we're we're making a week of of the of the event so we're um we really Mm -hmm. we really really can't wait and we appreciate all of your hard work yes very much
5: awesome sounds great thanks so much guys and if I can answer any other questions let me know
4: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 147 of Yes, Have Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. I am in Atlanta, Georgia, as always, with Abigail Gardner.
1: Hey, what's up, guys?
4: And Jacob Walsh. Hi. How are you, Jake? Hi, I'm good.
2: Uh, It's just like crazy to me how I'm never going to get over how to say hello at the beginning of this
4: yeah, Well, let's, we're going to have to talk about it. We can't just, it's just not weird. acknowledge it. Yeah. What do you know, Sam? What's up?
1: What's up? What's up, dude?
4: Sup. D- up,
1: dude? Yeah. Like, if I'm greeting somebody, like, in person, yes. Yeah. So, what? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's up, dude? What's, up,
4: dude? what's up, dude? Cool. Hey, let's on? Hey, Jake, good? you should just be like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> dude, did you guys did just it? hear my vibrato? Yeah. yeah. That was very good. Your
1: vibrato was rivaling Jake's vibrato. If Are you a singer
4: now? Yeah. yeah, Jake, a, you are. Jake's a singer. I'm, yeah. a, I'm well, a, According to Jake's I, biography, he's a award-winning musician.
1: Ooh. And I wrote a well-received <laughs> blog.
4: <laughs> we'll get into that another time. Welcome everybody to the show. Uh, just a heads up: we were supposed to have on uh, one of the people uh, in charge of planning from Wizard World for Ghostbusters Fan Fest. It's pretty ironic. Yeah. Uh, we were, um, we're having a little bit we were of planning on, yeah, we're having a little connection issue, yeah. but, uh, so we might jump in the middle at any point, uh, with an interview, Yeah, but we don't know if it's going to happen. So we'll surprise guest, Maybe could be, could be, um, but cause we want to talk about FanFest and we want to get more details mm-hmm. and, uh, it's
1: 44 days away. I know that yeah, I looked it up it? today. That's yeah. it. 44 days, man.
4: 44. Uh, Fuck.
1: I've already started packing. You did. I already started my, like laying outfits out last night, and I think it's a little too early. A little, yeah.
4: But that, but we're all in the same boat. We're all trying to get ready, mm-hmm. trying to prepare. Jake, have yeah. you figured out what you're getting signed yet?
2: No. I mean, I, I I go through this thing where I think I do, but then I'm like, maybe I don't. I'm probably gonna get this print that I have of the Ecto One signed by everybody
4: right I remember you talking about that. that's
2: probably mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do yeah okay. that and my Atlantis more my copy of uh, jagged little pill all oh, right, hey, right, right for, yes. for Dave Col do it
4: Abigail you what do you going to do it what are you getting signed
1: god I don't even know at this point um do we I know we have that print that one mondo print I can't remember
4: the artist yeah name. but that's what I'm getting signed that's
1: what you're gonna get signed I I don't know like I'm still kind of waiting for more guests personally like Sigourney Weaver or Annie Potts would be, like, those are kind of my top two that I would really like to see there. So, I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd love to meet Finn Wolfhard, too. I could see myself getting <laughs> some It Stuff signed. They've so. announced...
4: Hold on, hold on. If he's there... We... They've announced about 20 guests. Yeah. And I just asked Abby who, what she's getting signed, and you went on to tell me... <laughs> all the guests that aren't there. Yeah. And that you hope Finn Wolfhard's there so you can get some <laughs> it stuff signed.
1: Yeah, that's my plan. Well, you're going to take care of the Ghostbusters stuff. So there's two of us. We've got two of everything. So you take care of your half, I'll take care
4: of mine. Perfect. Cool. It is settled. Um, so they added a bunch of guests to FanFest. Um, but let's wait to talk about that. We can talk about that in a little bit once we do this interview. Yeah. If we do it. I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know about you. Is folks. it happening? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah.
1: Hoping
4: so. Jake, how's your week going,
2: man? You know, it's going pretty good, man. I've spent all day today. You know how, like, you kind of fall down those, like, eBay rabbit holes? I I have been looking for a replacement to my – I have, a like, a, a, a Ghostbusters 2 shirt. Um, and it's, you know, it's a vintage shirt. But because it's vintage, it's kind of at the point where it's, like – falling apart um it's very old and i was looking for a replacement to wear at fan fest i'm having a hard time abby bought the exact same shirt so she's got hers yeah and, and it fits I, like a glove and i'm jealous because right. i want to know i'm like gonna go fish mine out and be like assess the damage on it to see if i really do need to replace it or if it's like worth wearing yeah. um But in doing that, I started being like, all right, well, what other shirts do I want to bring? So I like I found a vintage promotional twister shirt today that happened to be in my size. And um, I did a little like, you know, uh, best offer back and forth. And I ended up buying that. But then it made me like I'm like, oh, you know what? I also want like a Universal Studio shirt. I want, you know, this shirt. And I, I just like spent the whole day. Looking at vintage shirts on eBay, mm-hmm. why are they so expensive
1: dude it's uh it's tough like there's that show on Netflix that we all watch together uh, slobbys world I think mm-hmm. where it's like that's um, what the kids want like it's what's in right now that that like uh, either movie franchise related or like specifically 90s brands like it's like what's being sold in stores at, in a reproduction style so I guess that yeah. That's what yeah. Makes it so goddamn expensive. But I agree. Like my um, Ghostbusters two shirt that I got, I think that was like, I want to say it was forty, but was it more than that?
4: I don't know. It's like yeah. forty five. It's forty
1: five. Yeah, it's totally yeah. worth it. Like, and I'm I'm stoked to wear it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I know I know the stress of like trying to piece together the outfits. And trying to get things ready, especially when there's a photo op involved, and trying to figure out what we're going to get signed and how it's all going to happen, which is why I'm eager to talk to our contact if, if and when it happens. If it happens, I don't, it,
2: I don't it, think we have a contact. Are we just
1: going to keep like it's a maybe? Yeah.
2: It's a maybe.
1: It's a soft maybe. The
2: stress I th- is rude. I think it was a maybe an hour and a half ago. At this point, I think it's a no.
4: Well, stranger things have happened. Abby's <laughs> oh looked forward God. to. Uh, Ghostbusters fan fest to meet Finn Wolfhard to get her it poster signed. <laughs> hey, if he if he shows up, that's what I'm getting signed. I exactly. have that poster.
2: Don't make fun that of that poster me. that I got signed. It's spooky that year. Yeah, uh, and and then um, what was there was spooky. And then there was the other convention we did in Atlanta that had uh, uh chosen was at that. so I'm like, yeah. If Finn's there, that's what said he ain't signing Ghostbusters shit. he signed my it poster.
4: Kidbusters, nah, anyways. Kidbusters, yep. And a single mom. Um, yeah, I've uh, Jake, I think the thing with vintage Ghostbusters t-shirts specifically is that the vast majority of those items were made in like kid sizes. So it's kind of hard to find an adult man large or extra large or whatever shirt. Uh, obviously all of the real Ghostbusters stuff like Abby, you can wear vintage real Ghostbusters. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't fit into a youth large. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, I understand.
4: But it's, it's tough. All it's tough. Life it's is tough.
1: Tough world. But yeah, going back through my Ghostbusters t shirt collection, I'm always like surprised with how many I really do. I'm just bragging right now, but I do have a lot.
4: So <laughs> I'm so impressed with my. Collection.
2: I one time, I one time found like a Ghostbusters. jacket on eBay and I was like, oh my God, I want this so bad. It was such a good deal that even though I knew it wouldn't fit me, I bought it. And then I remember giving it to you guys, and I remember Craig being like, oh, maybe I can fit into this. <laughs> and I remember seeing, like, the disappointment and the sadness on your face when you were like, I guess it's Abby's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if that was an episode of Seinfeld, it would be called The Jacket. And yes, yeah. I completely agree. Um, that's one of my favorite jackets. I was talking on our bonus episode earlier about my jacket collection. Um, and that Ghostbusters 2, it's like a – I don't know if it was for the crew production or – production. Production, okay. Or something. Yeah, it's like – I just love it. It photographs well. It's in great condition and it's like kind of a one of a kind. So yeah. thank you.
4: Um, <laughs> you
1: Thanks, Thanks Jake. <laughs> Thanks for getting um, that for yourself and then giving it to me.
4: Speaking of bonus episodes, if you want to get in on the Yes Have Some bonus content, Abby, will you tell them? Because I have to cough.
1: Yeah. If you want to get it on bonus content, just give us $5 every month on Patreon. So that's all you got to do. You go to patreon.com slash cast slash YHS. No. Okay. <laughs> well, why are you taking your cough? Get, it, get back on the mic.
4: You're going to go to patreon.com slash yeshavesome. Okay. You're going to sign up. $5 a month gets you all of the bonus episodes. We do two to three bonus episodes a month. And once you sign up, you get a complete access to our whole archive of boner episodes. So we've been doing it since last July. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I can talk. Those Guys, it's episodes. Did you say boner
1: episodes?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, those are $10. That's what we
1: call them. They're more expensive.
4: Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get it, uh, we just did an episode. We reviewed... The classic film, Three Ninjas.
1: Oh, we went in-depth uh-huh. for hours. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. We
1: just wrapped up. That could have been the longest bonus episode ever. So
4: Yeah, so you'll want to tune in for that one if you're already a patron. And if you want to know what we're even referring to, you're going to go to patreon.com slash some, and you'll sign up. And we really appreciate the support. Uh, it means a lot to us, and we couldn't do this without everybody. Yeah. So thank you. I thank you. I can't speak for Abby and Jake. I think they thank you.
1: I think I'm thankful for watching three ninjas.
4: So (laughs) thank you
1: very much for your support for real though.
4: Well, I got some stress this week, folks. Yeah. I was here. Um, so I've been, um, I've been collecting star Wars black series, pretty hardcore for the last, my God. I mean, so let me, let me break it down. When the force awakens came out, I started collecting the black series line. If you're not familiar, it's a six inch line of action figures. Not your traditional three and three-fourth-inch Star Wars figures. Got pretty in deep to it. Probably got 30 or 40 figures in. Uh, but once the hype of The Force Awakens died down, once I started assessing my collections, I made this weird decision. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to collect this. I might one day collect vintage Star Wars, but I'm not. This line is too expensive. It's been going on for four or five years. I don't have the time, money, or energy to keep going with the Black Series. So I sold what I had, and I was a okay. So then a year later, Rogue One came out, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they put out all these uh, new Black Series figures, and I really liked Rogue One, and I liked the characters, and I kept seeing these figures, and I was like, I'm not going to do it, not going to do it, not going to do it. I held out for probably close to a year. Um... And then I guess it was a little bit before The Last Jedi came out. All of the Rogue One figures were like on deep discount. So like you could get all of the Black Series figures from Rogue One for like $5 at Target. And I told myself, I was like, I know if I buy a couple of these, I'm going to be right back in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. Just like Han Solo in The Force Awakens. (laughs) Bought them. Put them on my shelf. Two years later. I got about 150 Black Series figures. Whoa! Uh, I've I've I'm only a couple figures short of like completing the current run, which started with the Force Awakens. I think there's only two figures I need the Stormtrooper. How many, so how many figures is that? So, like, do you,
2: do you have like a rough count?
4: Yeah, so I use an app called My Toy Box, which is specifically a Star Wars collecting app.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So if I go into Okay, so this is what it is. In 2013, the line started. And f- so for the first two parts of the line, there was 29 figures total. Um, I'm not that focused. I have some of those, but that's not my focus right now. Um, the current line of the Black Series started in 2016 with figure number one being Finn, uh, the Jacko Finn. And they are currently at figure... 83 okay so out of those 83 i only need two it's not bad it's not yeah it's not bad and then there's a lot of like besides that there's lots of like you know exclusives there's walgreens exclusives target exclusives online um and then there's like a couple vehicles so um between those 83 figures plus some of the exclusives and you know it's like i've got the uh Speeder bike stormtrooper on his speeder. I've got Ray with her speeder, Luke with her speeder. I've got uh, General Grievous just came out. I got a lot, yeah. Um, and I'm looking at it now and I think I pro there's definitely over a hundred figures there, so uh,
1: yeah. I was when you asked how many, Jake, I was gonna say about three detoffs full, but I mean, it's yeah. technically <laughs> like two and a half, like yeah. one detoff very full, and then one kind of full, yeah. Um,
4: so yeah, that's a lot. But a lot. my stress is that like I do want to get the Qui-Gon figure, but I had the chance to buy it once and it's literally, it looks so bad. It's a bad First figure. And I think it was right. It was like one, maybe one or two months before they started doing like the real scan photo technology. Because if you like look at the current black series figures versus what they were like two years ago, like they look incredible now. Like The Daisy Ridley figures, um, all like the first one, the first Ray, like, yeah, I remember those. I remember buying
2: like that was right before they started doing that is, um, I only have a few of those, but that was right around when I started picking them up. And I remember looking in the store at the Ray figures, like trying to find, you know, the good one, like where's the new ones?
4: Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. it looked they looked pretty bad um I feel like in general in a, in the world of action figures like female characters have always gotten the like short end of the stick like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just harder to replicate female features on a small figure or whatever but um some of those early ones looked really bad like the old princess Leia figures in the black series line look terrible but now they're using this new technology and they look fucking awesome so. My stress is that um, at Star Wars Celebration uh, last week, they put out two exclusive Black series figures from uh, celebrating the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace. So there's a Darth Maul and a Qui-Gon Jinn.
3: Mm-hmm. And they're
4: in the like original uh, Phantom Menace packaging.
2: Oh, and okay. They
4: look amazing. Now, here's the stress. They sold out at the show. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I didn't get my hands on them. Both of those figures are being re-released in the regular line. So in the next couple months, I'll be able to go to the store and get those figures.
2: It just won't be the packaging, right? Won't be in
4: the exclusive packaging. Now, I am a loose Black Series collector. I don't collect Black Series in package. I even had the exclusive. LBSC. I had the X-Wing Luke from the last celebration in package. I ended up selling it because it went up in value. As did I.
3: Yep.
4: <laughs> I was like, well, I paid thirty bucks for this. I'm about to get three mm-hmm. hundred.
3: Yep.
4: Now, all of this leads to my stress. On May 4th, it is rumored that they will be releasing a small quantity of the Black Series exclusives from Celebration online. They'll be the normal price of twenty-eight bucks a piece. Right now they're going on eBay for seventy-five to a hundred a piece. Okay. I think well, I'm gonna buy luck. them. I think I'm gonna buy them.
2: And and not open them? Like you're gonna no, buy not- them and those will be your two that you keep in package and yes, so, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter to, if, if, if they're re-releasing them in the regular pack- packaging as well.
4: So this is what the, happened this is what happened the last time. They were at celebration, they sold out, and their value increased. Then they released them online and they were available for a while and the value decreased. Yeah. Once those sold out and it was clear, like, okay, it's not happening anymore, Mm -hmm. the value started going up. So what I'm saying is I buy the Darth Maul and Qui-Gon, hold on to it for a while. Worst case scenario is I have two really cool figures that I put on display. Mm -hmm. Best case scenario, I can pay for more figures. I could sell them and buy more figures.
2: Right. Sell them, get the khakis, get some more figures.
4: Nice. I'm not really into, like buying figures to, like, flip for profit, but I'm also not...
1: You're not against it. I'm not against,
4: like... It's part of the collecting world. Like, some people take really weird stances about this stuff. It's really bad in, like, the world of print collecting. People get so mad, like, all these scalpers just buying these prints to sell. And it's like just, like, it's just part of it, man. Mm -hmm. It's just part of the deal. So I guess my stress is that I don't know if I'm going to shell out the money... Of course I know. Of course I'm going to do it.
2: You're going to buy them.
4: But I guess my stress is, like, what if they sell out? And also, do I like The Phantom Menace? I've been having, like, really weird feelings about the prequels in general lately. Yeah. But I think that's some pretty good stress.
1: That's very good stress. Yeah. Yeah, it's classic YHS stress right there, man. Yeah. I'm looking at the toy shelves as you're talking. I'm getting more stressed. There's There's a few stressful things. Can we talk about how they fall down every time we open the door cuz that's kind of stressful and how the barge is on top of the shelves that's kind of stressful.
4: Dude, I forgot about the barge. Yeah. You forgot about <laughs> the fucking
2: barge. Hey, talk, talking about uh stressful toys and something and stuff falling. Yeah. I posted this in group therapy last night right before I went to bed. I was sitting in my living room just like watching TV, getting ready to go to sleep when I hear the worst thing you can possibly hear, I heard something fall in my toy room. Mm -hmm. It was very loud. It scared me. And I was like, well, something is broke. I I know something's broken. So I walk in there and it's like, you don't want to turn the light on and see what's on the floor. And, um, what fell was the 12 inch, um, Ash from Army of Darkness figure. It's like a it's an old figure. I think I'm pretty sure it's a McFarlane. Um it was part of the like movie maniacs line. Um it fell from the very top shelf, landed on the ground, broke into three pieces. Um one of those pieces did snap back in together. It didn't like completely break, it just like can be taken apart, mm-hmm. but the arm part is broken. I can glue it and it will look completely fine. You won't be able to tell because it's like an inside piece, yeah. but that arm would no longer have like mobility. It will it will be fixed in that position, which yeah. I guess is fine. But, uh, that is the most fucking like toys falling is the, it's the most stressful thing that can happen.
1: Yeah. Either that or locking your cat in your toy room all night, which we did recently <laughs> by accident. Nothing – she was asleep. She was fine. Nothing was broken, but it Well, because it was
4: Gypsy. She's a good cat.
1: Gypsy's a good cat. So wow. That would have
4: been the other ones.
1: Mm, wouldn't have ended so well.
4: Um, speaking of – so, Jake, that is really stressful. Yeah, I think you. all collectors have gone through – yeah. I would call – that's inevitable. Like, eventually you're going to drop and break a mm-hmm. toy you love. Um. Yeah, but
1: sometimes you can't glue it back together. You try. It's, st-
4: a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, speaking of McFarlane, I sent you guys, or I know I sent Jake, I might have to show Abby. Have you seen the new McFarlane Game of Thrones figures?
2: I've only seen the picture you sent.
4: I don't want to be hard on McFarlane toys. I'm sure that Todd McFarlane and the people that work at that company are wonderful people. Having said that.
1: Oh! That's. <laughs> can I say what I want to say? Say it. Uh, Daenerys, uh, the Khaleesi, she looks like she's in crew shadows. Um, it's really <laughs> weird. It's like a really bizarre um, hair style, among other things. Like, yeah,
4: dude. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to try, like, we've had this debate before. Where like when a figure's twenty or twenty five dollars, it's kind of hard to like be super super critical, because like right, you know it's a it's a small price point, it's mass produced, but more and more when I see what NECA is doing, it's just like, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the website right now and I'm looking at the Jon Snow figure. I promise you, I just saw the Jon Snow figure in person. That ain't it. It's
2: not <laughs> like, <that> good. <laughs> it look like,
4: good online. No, so when you when you get like companies like NECA who are putting out consistently these unbelievably beautiful figures with amazing likenesses, it gets really hard to like you oh know Oh my
1: god, that Jon Snow figure is not the same.
4: Yeah. And when you when you pay twenty five, thirty dollars for a collectible what I told Jake when I saw that Khaleesi, and we'll post the picture on, our, on Facebook group therapy, it looks like a figure that came out in like 2001. Yeah. You know, when you look at old, like premium figures from 20 years ago, they're not the level of new stuff. Um, yeah. So anyways. Uh, it's
1: frustrating. It's
4: frustrating. Having said that, though, I'm very upset that Jake's McFarlane Ash figure fell on the ground. Not cool.
1: Yep,
2: sorry
4: about that. <sighs> Not cool. So. Total
1: bummer. Are we doing stresses? Cause I think I just thought of my stress. Go for it. Do it. Guys, tomorrow is uh Avengers endgame and I'm just What's having that? I know, first of all. I don't know because I deleted my Facebook a week ago because I was afraid of spoilers. And it's actually been kind of fun to be on a break from that. Um, but also you should join group therapy. Um as I'm talking about Facebook, I won't approve you, but you can do that. And Shake will approve you. Um, but so I just realized that I'm going to be seeing characters that I care deeply for, <laughs> IE like guardians of the galaxies, star Lord, maybe, probably definitely rocket. Um, And the whole group that I'm obviously like very emotionally tied to. And I'm having a realization that I might be taking some crying selfies tomorrow night after this movie. I may not be able to handle it. I remember how I felt after Infinity War. And I've stayed so far away from uh, trailers and spoilers, etc. relating to this movie that... It's almost like I don't even know it's happening tomorrow. It feels very surreal. Um I have the entire day off of work. I'm very excited. I'm going to like prepare as much as possible. Maybe go back and rewatch some um of the Marvel movies that I haven't seen as much. But
2: You should find you should find one of those good like um uh one of those really good uh recap videos. I'm sure yeah. um, I might watch one of those too. I know you've missed a few movies, but that would probably be you, – you mentioned Helpful. in our um, – I feel like this is worth talking about. You, yeah. you mentioned this in, in our Patreon episode that you just recently watched Captain America for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And it like you liked it more because you didn't realize yeah, that he started off dude, as like yeah.
1: I thought he was like the fucking like captain of the football team all the time, like the same character he was in another teen movie, and like so I disliked Captain America just off. And I was he's also like a goody two shoes who like doesn't swear, so I was just like fucking lame. But then when I saw the movie and like what a, how his his like fighting spirit, even though he was like a scrawny little guy, like that made me identify he, and like relate to him and like him.
2: Yeah, have you seen Winter Soldier? yes yeah
1: but that okay. one still didn't win me over like just being right. real
2: yeah, yeah well i mean i feel like it wouldn't seeing that not seeing the, fir- not seeing like, the first like you have to see that first one
1: yeah first. and that's yeah. why you should always watch them in sequential order so hey, yeah, the first
4: go. uh captain that's america fun. was directed by joe johnston who directed what movie jake Uh, Jurassic World? I don't know Nah, close Joe Johnson, who are we talking about? Jurassic Park 3 Oh, okay Oh, okay, right Word Shout out to Trevor Morgan
1: Hey, Trevor We'll have to ask him
4: what working with Joe was like someday Yeah Um, Yeah, I've got Avengers stress Because Like You know, when we walked out of Infinity War last summer Or last May And you get that feeling like Oh, we gotta wait a whole year and then, like, you close your eyes, and a year goes by, and you're like, "Holy shit, I can't believe the new Avengers is out!" Yeah, I feel yeah. like time went by way too fast. Here's quick. Somebody's using that time stone. Oh, <laughs> who though?
0: Uh, reference to my
4: movie. question when I watch these Avengers movies like is like, it. what? Like, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, oh, is this a documentary? Yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm really like I know when people listen to this, like, Avengers will be out people will be talking about it. Maybe we can lay out do we have any predictions? Like, I've uh, I haven't watched anything except for the first trailer. I've avoided spoilers. I've avoided theories. Like, I, I'm going into this movie. I've avoided whole movies,
1: apparently.
4: i <laughs> 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 <Have you> avoided <laughs> Thor Dark World.
1: Yeah, I think that you and Jake might have some more theories than like, I honestly I don't really think have of-
4: theories, but like, pr- I just feel like predictions okay. might be kind of fun to just do you have anything on your mind, Jake? Do you have anything you think?
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I also haven't watched any of the trailers besides, you know, the the one or, or two or whatever that have come out. Um, I don't know. I was tr- I was thinking about it like as I was watching. I was watching Infinity War today. Like I, I, I put it on yesterday and watched like half yesterday and I finished it today. I wanted it. I want it to be as fresh in my mind as possible. Um, and. I put together – this is complete – I'm going to – I'll do this afterwards because this is completely separate but something about the Avengers movies that I think I've noticed. Um, As far as predictions, I'm trying to think like – I think everybody thinks like, oh, well, Captain America and Iron Man are going to die. Like everybody says that. And I'm like, is that too predictable that they're going to die? Maybe they're not. Like maybe one of them might. Maybe – Maybe they're not going to die, but maybe they're just going to be done after. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's almost too. would anybody really be emotional about those either one of those characters dying? They've been around since the beginning, and it's been like rumored since before, you know, Infinity War came out that that was like, I feel like there would be no emotional weight if Iron Man or Captain America actually died at this point because we're ready for that. Mm. Um, That's interesting. yeah. I, think be- I think the I think the I think a nice way for Captain America to go out would maybe to be um, him somehow getting back to his original timeline and like being able to just kind of like live his life with a uh, Peggy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's super possible. I don't that's think cool. they, I don't think they would kill them both off. You know, sure. Sure. There's going to be more than one death, I think. But I don't think you kill off. Both of those characters, we might get some of the other like secondary characters going out. But also it's like we also are in a continuity where we know the fucking time stone exists. And it's like, who's to say anybody can fucking be dead at this point? You know, I was watching this movie and like, you know, Loki dies in the very beginning. And I'm like, yeah, but like, is he dead this time? Like, are we just going to erase everything? I thought like. One of the things I really liked about Infinity War is that Gamora's death is like uh it seems very real and you and, and it's very like uh tragic and it's like yeah. a it's a it's a it's a good plot point to the rest of the movie. Yeah. But then I'm like, well is this movie just gonna undo that though? Like they have a fucking. There's a time stone. Like there, there are, there have been a lot of people who have who have theorized for a very long time that time travel is going to be happening in this movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, if that's, if there is, then like anything is pop, anything right. is possible. We could I, come out of this. We could come out of this movie with nobody dead. You know what I mean? Like Thanos never even like if if there's a time machine in the story, then what the fuck. Yeah. I
4: think like all bets are off. Yeah. Like I do think yeah. there's gonna be yeah, some yeah. I think I do think some of the stuff from like as far as who's dead might be reversed from the last movie, but I think Maybe like, there
1: will be some that you can't work around almost like that.
4: Right. And I think like these the, the Russo brothers are so like they're so good. They're such talented filmmakers and writers, like I don't think they're gonna pull punches. Like I think their intention is to have this be uh a completion of the this you know phase 3 of the MCU and of this story. I love the idea of Captain America ending up back in his original timeline because that's a really good way for Chris Evans to be done with the character, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. also a really good way for like 10 years down the road to have him show back up. Yeah. You know, like so yeah. because yeah. it's like you kind of have to think about these movies like you think about comic books like mm-hmm. nobody's ever really dead <laughs> Wait, I just cl- Nobody's ever
2: really gone
4: <laughs> um, But they're not <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Let the hate flow through you <laughs> um, The other day You know how Palpatine's got like 20 names Like he's like The Emperor uh, Senator Palpatine Are you about to make em- fun of me? Yes, Emperor Palpatine Yeah, uh, Darth Sidious Sheev Like the other day Abby was referencing him. She called him the chancellor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, out of, I like it. Out of all of the names, you can
2: assume <laughs> the, to, <laughs> the <laughs> chancellor, the chancellor. That's a rest. That's his wrestling name.
4: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Naboo.
1: Lightning okay. strikes. Okay. <laughs> I came to play.
2: You know, uh, you know what? You know what I, um I think I noticed about, I noticed this while watching infinity war this time. And I think it applies to any of the like Avengers films. I I'm watching this movie and I think everything's really good in it. And then you get to the point where they're in Wakanda and it's like, um, they're all just fighting whatever those like aliens are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no, like that's the most boring part of the movie. I'm like, well, this is like, well, who cares that we're fighting these like nameless creatures that nobody cares about that we know aren't going to kill anybody that we know aren't an actual threat to anybody like Thanos is the villain. And whenever you're watching the characters fight like, um, you know, the uh, the children of Thanos or whatever, like those guys are fun to watch. Like it's it's fun to watch like uh, the fight in New York at the very beginning with uh, uh, you know, like Iron Man, um, Doctor Strange, and uh, you know, like yeah. th- that scene. It's then different. you get the Thanos on Titan fight, which is really great. But then when you cut to like, okay, this is just the Avengers fighting unnamed random aliens that nobody cares about. I'm like, oh well, that shit is boring. But and and it's that same thing happens. You know, in Uh, Age of Ultron, you know, it's like and, and, and that's something that you can't get around because when you have that many superheroes, if you don't have like a nameless army of things for them to fight, then they're just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. And and it's been they've done that in all all of the Avengers movies. We just didn't care in the first Avengers movie because it was the first Avengers movie and it was the first time you were getting to see you know, everybody together. And it was like, it was more, the movie was about seeing that stuff. But like, once you move on from that first one, it's like, all right, well, what do we, like, what do we watch? Like, we, I
1: I see your point, but I'd have to say that I maybe am kind of a sucker for those scenes anyway. And I enjoyed watching that fighting a lot. Like when uh, Thor and Rocket show up and when um, all the, there's one moment with, like, Black Widow where she helps out. Like, it's an all-female moment that I remember really enjoying. And I guess with war being in the title, like, you have to see that big, large scope or whatever. Yeah. It,
2: it's
1: mean, kind that's, of a that's, that's pointless that's all good. thing. I
2: mean, yeah. I no, no, it. no. Uh, I, it is enjoyable. I just think it's not – I think those kind of scenes are – they, I think they're great the first time you watch it. I don't. I don't think that kind of stuff holds up as good. Like I'm watching mm-hmm. this movie for the third time, and everything else I'm super interested in until it gets to those kind of scenes where I'm like, well,
4: this doesn't really like the motivation might really not be there, there. Yeah, yeah it doesn't really Dies do off. anything. I think those I scenes you. are very much like the, you know, all it's of
1: it's like these. trailers, footage scenes, almost. Yeah, like, I don't yeah think They cut a lot of that.
4: In it's got It's got to be
2: in there. It has to be in there because if it's not, it's like. It's like you right. do have a handful of people just doing nothing. Like,
4: and you know, like all the Lord of the Rings movies have those scenes. Like the end of the Phantom Menace. Like, there's that behind the scenes um, on YouTube. You can watch it. Like making the Phantom Menace, and there's a scene where it's like an empty lot, and it's just George Lucas and Steven Spielberg talking, and they're talking. George Lucas is telling Steven Spielberg about the droid armies that battle at the end of the Phantom yeah. Menace, and he's like, "Oh, it's gonna be." Nothing, nothing like this has ever been done. It's like Roman times. It's it like, it's so fun because it, it's so shitty. Like, it especially is, in that case, it is. I think it just
2: also like, I mean, we're about to get scenes like that in Game of Thrones, but the difference is the we're getting it in Game of Thrones with these creatures that have been being built up yeah, you know, six seasons mm-hmm. that we know are really scary, that we know are really hard to beat. And then the opposite of that is an infinity war where it's like, Oh, who are these aliens that we've literally never seen in any scene in any of these movies until right this second. We don't know what they are that we see immediately. They're easy to kill. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a difference when it's like, there's a reason behind it and a story behind it, mm-hmm. then it's just like, all right, we need to fill, we need to show that all these people are fighting Action. for yeah. five minutes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, and I'm really interested because obviously everybody's been talking about Avengers being so long, um, which I'm fine with. Like, I don't, I like long movies. Like, and if it's something I'm interested in, I don't care if it's three hours. Like if it's good, which by all like the early rotten tomato score says it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, uh, yeah, I th- I'm, I'm strapping in. I'm ready for it. Yeah.
1: I'm
4: what do you guys? St- think? I am
1: strapped in. You ready?
4: Is this yeah, your most? I'm, re- it, now, I'm ready. We did our um, our most anticipated movies of the year. Uh, this was in my top three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm finding myself to be very. I have. I'm trying to lower my expectations, but I am very excited to go see this movie tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I am too. More than anything, I'm. I'm very pleased that we acquired our tickets and that we have that. All mapped out um, because opening night is a big deal for these kind of movies and I'm looking forward to being in a theater with other devoted fans um, who probably know even more than I do um, it's just such a big moment to see the the opening credits for the Marvel movies and like just to, to feel everything as it's going and I'm really excited for this movie in particular because it's like the Olympics it's like everything like the final act right. so
4: except sure. for if the Olympics happened four times a year instead of every four years. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then they said this is going to be Stan Lee's last, uh, cameo. Oh, yep. So yeah. I really wish he would try harder and record some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow. Jake, you, Jake, you got any, yeah, uh, you any stress. Uh,
2: I mean, oh, I think I, I talked about a lot of it, it was the t-shirt stress and, um, eBay recently, but I mean, I'm trying to think, man. I don't have any other things like on the on the forefront of my mind as far as stress. You put me on the spot. Um, yeah. Whoa.
4: Whoa. Spot stress.
1: That's 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 mean,
4: our, uh, I know what we can talk about. We got like real life stress. I'm no, no, not going to talk about real life stress. No way. What's
1: that?
4: What do we it's think of this new child's play trailer? Yeah. Oh, I guess we can talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a new trailer for Child's Play, the remake of the original. It's coming out here in a couple months. We've got our first look and uh, listen to Chucky. If I have one more person tell me that his name's Buddy now, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> now His name's Buddy. Having Hi. said that, I think it was just one person. But Dude,
1: dumb people's reactions, though, when you're excited about a trailer, I can just say I completely agree.
4: I love it. Yeah. All right, Jake, what would you
2: think about this Child's Play trailer? <clears throat> Um, I mean, it, this movie looks good to me, man. Like, I I, I mean, I don't want to get like I'm not going to get my hopes up. It's weird because you, you see a lot of people that are still kind of like uh, attacking the way um, the Chucky doll looks. We still haven't really gotten super clear images. He's we get a couple flashes of him and it looks all good and fun. I think the movie going to be fine. Like even if it's not like, oh, this is amazing. I think it's going to be <clears throat> from everything we've seen it's definitely going to be better than a lot of things we've gotten from Chucky in the past. And I think it, it it will be a fine, like coexisting child's play film. Like it looks, it looks fine. It's got good actors in it. It looks fun. Uh, I, I was a little, I had thought that they were going to try to do something different with Chucky's voice. Um, I imagined that they were going to try to go in a different route and not try to sound like uh, Brad Dourif. But from the one line he speaks in the trailer, sounds exactly like Brad Durif. Yeah. So that is weird to me. I have no doubt that um, that Mark Hamill is going to be good. But that is kind of a weird choice that they are keeping like a similar sound to the voice.
1: Yeah, what
4: do you get? What do you um, I don't
1: you? mind it. Um, I do agree. It, it almost is like an impression of uh, the original voice, but
4: I knew Mark Hamill was a hack. <laughs> he's,
1: yeah, try you, harder, Mark Hamill.
4: It just cuts the and He's like, Andy, breathe, <laughs> just
3: breathe.
4: <laughs> uh, I think it looks great. I mean, yeah, I, just, I loved it. I love it's that weird. There's a lot of fun. people like just it's the same thing that happens anytime there's a remake or a reboot or a sequel they're like leave it alone hollywood's out of ideas don't t-. it's just like i love the first child's play it's a lot of fun but let's not talk about it like it's fucking jaws or the godfather or yeah. twister if they ever remake twister i'm going to be the guy going don't do it <laughs> don't do it <laughs> leave it alone bill would never have wanted this there's a primal fear that lives in all of us <laughs> it's about to be taken out on a sequel um I don't know man it looks fun like it looks like it it does look scary like it like the the trailer looks like it kind of feels like a little bit of a throwback to maybe like a 90s horror movie um I don't think it's going to be like I don't know maybe it will maybe it'll be full of jump scares but like I feel like it's going to be something a little bit different mm-hmm. um you know I get that it's like a technology based thing like the the doll is basically like Alexa or Siri and it and it learns and and, yeah, and it's like the dangers of technology. House. Yeah. Yeah. Um I do wonder though if the origin for Chucky being in the doll will still be like <laughs> the spirit of a serial killer.
2: Yeah, it's weird. They haven't really like I know they did like They've, they've focused a lot on saying that it's a, it's more of a technology type thing, but we still don't know for sure what it's going to be like. Like there has to be a reason his voice sounds like that. We, like we just don't have enough yet. We don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah we just don't know. And but it, I'm it fine with probably, that. I don't need to know. Yeah, all, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I like all
1: well, the players. When it comes out,
2: like in July, I think? June, June 21st. June, yeah, June, okay. Not very long.
1: Yep.
4: That's um insane. Yeah. What's the date?
1: I think I was just on it. Let me check real quick.
4: You check. The answer is. The answer is. Child's play will be released on same same day as Toy Story four. Tapes there. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. It's in June. We'll get the date. It's
1: coming. It's in June. Hold up. Hold it's up. in June. Um, just don't worry about she's it. She's scrolling down. Dude, June twenty first. I was right. There.
4: I just saw some Good. targeted marketing. Abby's um, scrolling through some website, and I just saw an ad for Fan Fest.
3: Oh shit.
4: no! <laughs> oh guys. They know their their Give audience money. um okay. so and unfortunately, it looks like our our interview with um our the one of the reps from Wizard is not going to happen on this episode uh, but we'll we'll reschedule i'm sure we'll we'll make it happen uh next week if we can uh, but having said that, we did block out time in this episode for that interview, and since that does not look like it's going to be happening. We might need to wrap it up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have a fuck budget prepared, but that's okay. Boy, we're just we're just off of it this week, yeah, huh? Man, hey, we need to be very nice to ourselves.
1: Yeah, well, at least we don't have to
4: watch <laughs> Three Ninjas again. No, we loved Three Ninjas. Oh my Love god, it. can we talk about that on here? Talk yeah. about it. Tell, Let's tell talk him. about it. No more um, polls. <laughs> our
2: our 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 beautiful Patreon members made us made us watch Three Ninjas, and it was awful. That movie's not good, guys. I need a
4: hotline, Jake. What about it? Was not good. All of it. But like specifically, it's, where did it uh, show me okay. on the dollar? All the jelly hurt? beans. It's not,
2: it's not funny at all. It's not funny. Ninety percent of it is just kids yelling at each other. It's just not good, man. I, it's just like I, I remembered liking it as a as a kid, but haven't seen it since. Yeah. And wow, it's just an hour and twenty minutes yeah. of just like you know the dumbest plot the worst acting no there's nothing remotely funny and i just yeah. don't understand how myself or anybody else ever liked this movie
1: i'd put it in the same category as like blank check like i remember watching that movie as a kid and thinking it was fantastic and then revisiting it as an adult and being like this is really weird there's kind of a romantic relationship between the eight-year-old kid like the 30-year-old like administrative assistant that he's friends with or whatever there's always that like uh it's kind of not holding up factor and i think that's in this movie um there's not a lot of joy or anything really likable um but as a kid when you're watching it it does make you think that you could pretty much do anything which that is appealing to kids but as an adult you're just constantly like okay this is literally like unbelievable um and it doesn't have I guess it has a little bit of a nostalgia factor, but it's not like it's got great music. Just putting that out there, too.
4: Right? <laughs> um, no, nah, the movie sucks. Like, I, I mean, I think Blank Check's better than Three Ninjas. I mean, at least in Blank Check, he's doing the thing that we love to do, which is yeah. spend money we don't really have. buy stuff, yeah.
1: That's true. There's no, like, buying stuff sequence montages in um, Three Ninjas.
4: Yeah. There needs to be. Yeah. And Three Ninjas is clearly like somebody was like, what if it was like Karate Kid meets Home Alone? Then they made it. Um, Karate Kid's a much better movie and Home Alone is obviously a much better movie.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, So I will not be going to see Three Ninjas kick back, knuckle up or High Noon at Mega Mountain, even though High Noon at Mega Mountain has Hulk Hogan in it.
2: When is this movie going to get remade? Three ninjas? Are they going to remake Three Ninjas? I bet they will.
4: What would it be? Who would be in it? Um, Seth Rogen, James Franco. But it'd be
1: their daughters, (laughs) and it would be like yoga related. All girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay. They can't. They can't do this movie. There's so many terrorists. Like I like how the. It's three little kids and the villain is an international terrorist. It just doesn't like. The, Look, does you know happen? this
1: by his ponytail and his bad that, suit. And the fact that, that he smokes gets cigarettes.
4: shot
2: by the police in front of the children. <laughs> this movie ends with like, I don't know how old Tum Tum is, but it <laughs> ends with him celebrating over a dead guy. <laughs> There's also a scene in Get this movie where like. There's also a scene in this movie where the grandpa throws a knife into a man's chest. I was like, wait, what? Just the fact it's like that there's these murder in this. Three
1: kids spend their entire summer at their grandpa's house, who's basically like a prepper slash like gun, not a gun enthusiast, but a weapons enthusiast. It's kind of it's it's
4: yeah That's and 11. and we're supposed to be mad at the Dad for not wanting the kid- like no, the dad has, the dad's like an FBI <laughs> agent who knows that the grandfather is former friends with a terrorist. No wonder he doesn't yeah. want the kids up there. Also, yeah, Tum Tum was traumatized. There should be like a Dr. Sleep style sequel <laughs> where we see Tum Tum as an, as an adult dealing with the trauma. Dude, <laughs> so I saw it's like, Schneider die in front of my eyes.
1: It's a dream sequence. He's like walking on jelly beans. <laughs>
4: Dude, that's so good. God. So. that'll be up this week so if you're a patron check it out and like we said earlier if you want to get in on those bonus episodes head over to patreon.com slash yes have some and sign up today abigail yes tell us about social media
1: yes yes please also sign up for those because i think our uh, episode was probably better than the movie itself so yeah guaranteed guaranteed better uh, yeah, if you want to talk about Three Ninjas or other movies, if you want to participate in polls and, like, help us decide what we're going to talk about, you can join Yes Have Some Group Therapy on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash cast, And you will scroll on down and find Group Therapy. Ask to join. As of tomorrow, I will be back on Facebook and I will approve you. Uh, if you do this tonight.
4: Did you give up Facebook for Lint? Did
1: Yeah, no, but I kind of feel like it, and it feels good. Like, I might start giving things up for Lent more often, um, or... Just Yes, Where? what is going on here? So Yes Have Some Group Therapy, go to Facebook, sign up, join, and you can be part of our group. It'll be fantastic.
4: Absolutely. And besides uh, that, on top of that, you can find Yes Have Some Podcast at our official website, yhspodcast.com. And of course, we have a YouTube channel. Just search Yes Have Some. It'll be the first thing that pops up. And Twitter and Instagram. Love Instagram. Yeah. At yhspodcast.com. We post a lot of pictures of our toys, the things we buy. Stories. Lots of good fun happening Do it happening all. Boomerangs. And it's hard to have a podcast. You got to be all over the place. Whatever happened to just, I have a podcast. Go on iTunes and find it. <laughs> now, it's subscribe to Yes Have Some on iTunes and also YouTube and then Instagram and Twitter and also Facebook plus the Facebook Spotify. group. We don't even have Snapchat. Should we get it?
1: Do people no. still use Snapchat?
4: I don't know. Do people still use Twitter? Yeah. Twitter's making a comeback.
1: Is it?
4: I don't know. That's just something I wanted to say. (laughs) All right. Well, anyways, there's a lot of places you can find Yes Have Some, but most of all, you can find us at Ghostbusters Fan Fest, and we wanted to let everybody know that you can get 20% off tickets to Ghostbusters Fan Fest by using the code YHSPC20. I think that's the code. Will somebody confirm that that's the code? It's on our Instagram. Oh, boy. Use the code YHSPC20 and you're going to be getting 20% off your FanFest tickets. And listen, let's say you go for that Class 10 package. That's $1,500. 20% off $1,500? Listen, I'm not going to do math for you, but it's a lot of money. So, YHSPC20 is the code. You can go to wizardworld.com and uh, buy your tickets. And we're going to be out there. We cannot wait to hang out with everybody. Mm -hmm. And earlier we were talking about is there going to be anything that happens at FanFest that makes us cry? I'm going to be crying all weekend. Yeah. I don't know why. I just get emotional about Ghostbusters. So go to WizardWorld.com, find the link for tickets for FanFest, use the code YHSPC20 for 20% off admission to this once-in-a-lifetime event.
1: Yeah. And Join hopefully, the Breakfast Club.
4: Dude. Be one of us. If you can handle it. Yeah. I'm excited. Jake, you excited? No. All right. <laughs> well, for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, my name is Craig Goldberg. <laughs> Hopefully, next week we'll be able to connect with our uh, people from Wizard and uh, learn a little bit more about the event. But hey, things happen. You got to roll on, right?
1: Yeah. That's what I said. You got to have a coupon day. got to
4: keep on keeping on. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a coupon day. <laughs> yeah. Life's a garden. Dig it. Hey, yeah. Joe Dirt is legitimately so funny. Isn't That's it? a good movie. It's yeah. a good movie. We need to revisit that, Jake. I know you revisited Ace Ventura this week and had some thoughts about that.
2: I did. Yeah, are we talking about it or are we we ending it? Ah, right uh, well,
4: let's we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll take, talk about it later. We'll talk about Ace Ventura next time, next week, because right. uh, similar to that, nature is calling.
1: Ooh.
4: Ooh.
1: All right. I have to pee, okay. and I need to get some. All right.
4: All right. Bye, everybody. And
1: a Dr. Pepper.
4: <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
1: Bye.